say that this evening. We serve an awesome God, wonderful God, a great God. Amen. Amen. Let's just bow our heads together. Father, come to you tonight, Lord, and so thankful to be serving a God like you, God who's mighty to save, God who's able to heal and deliver and to set free. Oh, God, we just want to say how much we love you and how much we appreciate you, Lord, for all that you've done in our lives, Lord. You've been so good to us, Lord. You kept us. Lord, amazing grace has brought us safe this far. Amazing grace will lead us on. Lord, we just ask, Father, tonight that you would touch hearts and touch lives. And Lord, we just ask, God, you minister to needs and situations as only you can do. We love you with all of our hearts now. If there be anything we've done, Lord, that would be displeasing, we ask, God, that you would forgive us and wash us and cleanse us. Lord, and fill us, Lord, in those places, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's turn the Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Amen. We wanted to mention that uh, there's a youth... Uh, service or uh, Bible study um, Friday night at 6 o'clock here at the church. So if you'd like to be a part of that, one welcome to come to that. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We got the Weave family, Brother Abe, Sister Helen, all the way up in Saskatoon. Just was with them a few days ago and drove all the way down here. Man, that's got to be quite a drive. Amen. But I guess it's worth it to see a grandchild. Amen. That's what they're here for. Amen. Right, Brother Charlie? Worth the drive to see a grandchild. Took me three days to remember Sister Rachel's name. Amen. We're halfway to 90, but we're glad to be here. (laughs) I want to welcome you also, Sister Rachel. Amen. And uh, so glad to to be together once again. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Amen. We let you be seated this evening. I'd like to speak to you again on the discerner. Amen. I, I'm glad he's still the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. I, I'm glad to serve a God who knows my name. And he knows my situations and he knows uh, where I'm at and what, what I'm dealing with. Amen. Maybe, maybe sometimes we think, uh, you know, different ones, well, we know different ones doesn't know us. The President of the United States don't know us. He hardly knows himself. But anyway... Uh, he doesn't know our name. He doesn't know, um, 
you know, who we are or any of his cabinet or any of that, but that, that matters not. doesn't matter that kings doesn't know our name or our, our, our great men considered great men of this time would not know our name. It matters not. What matters is he knows our name. And he knows exactly where we are in every moment of our lives. And, and I found that to be so very early in, the, in my ministry as I was with uh, Brother Danny Steeman down in South America one time and down in the jungle. And, you know, when you, you get down in those places, you, you wonder sometimes if, if you're forgotten and you wonder if God's thinking about you and, and you hear about troubles at home. You know, my papa Butts was having some heart situations at that time and was maybe looking at surgery and was dealing with all kind of mind battles and not much, not being able to communicate at home very much or to home very much. And, and so I was there and, and we, was, we found ourselves in this spot early one morning uh, coming unannounced to a village. I told you this story, but it's just something that I, I, I fall back on a lot to remember that God knows where I'm at. And who I am, and, and and so we found ourselves pulling off the off the uh, river into the little creek bed, as it were, and and not knowing if this village would even be there, this this tribe of Indians, and but we really felt on our heart to go. And here we we come to this place, and and out of the jungle steps this white-haired chief, and and here he was, he began to holler out and scream out and just shout and. And just rejoicing as I would find out later that the Lord had spoke to him in a dream. And, and an angel had appeared to him and said, go to the mouth of the creek. I have three white men bringing fire. And it happened to be me, Brother Danny, Brother Jackie Benton that was there. And, and so God knew how many we were. He knew who we were. And he knew the time that we would show up. Amen. We could have showed up any time that week, but that man was waiting there for that moment. Why? Because the word is still the discerner. He knows every detail of our lives. And sometimes that gets lost in our human thinking and our human thoughts that, that there could be a being or a, somebody that can know every minute detail of our lives. But you know, when the word is speaking, you have to recognize that first it's God speaking. You know, it's very easy to just put it off as being, oh, that's brother so-and-so or that's sister so-and-so who just said that. But when you recognize God speaking to you, then not only that, that is God speaking to you, but he's coming and he's discerning, amen, your heart and your need. Not only is God speaking, but God is speaking to you. Amen. It's easy to know sometimes, yeah, we, that was a great service. God spoke. But sometimes we fail to recognize God was trying to speak to us. God was trying to speak to me as an individual, and I, I put it off on something else. And he's there discerning the hearts. You know, it's easy. It's a very easy in, in, a, in, a, in a meeting with a, a, you know, a couple of hundred people sitting around you to say, you know, well, that was just for somebody else, or that was, that was for them, or that was for that over there. But, you know, the devil is always trying to get you to miss your moment. He's trying to get you to miss your service. He's trying to get you to miss your time. And, you know, we're... we're we're real good about coming to church with a pitchfork, right? And we pitch it over here and we pitch it over there. What is he doing? He's trying to get you to miss when God is speaking directly to you. 
Amen. He don't care if you recognize God is speaking necessarily. He doesn't care if you recognize God is speaking to someone as long as you don't recognize God is speaking to me. And when he, when he does, when he does, when you do recognize, then he tries to, to hinder your response to what God has said. And he tries to make it to where you say, well, maybe I'll wait a little longer or I'll, I'll maybe next service or maybe next week or maybe, maybe another time I'll talk to brother Tim or maybe another time I'll do this. See, Satan is always trying his best to hinder you in every part of your life. And so if he can do that, he can hinder you and then you'll very soon begin to discount it as being God's voice. You'll discount it as being something from God and you say, well, that just happened to be that way and that just happened. You know, we can rationalize all kinds of things in our mind, but if we will, if we will by faith realize God has answered and God has not only answered, he's answered me and he's speaking to my heart, he's touching my life and therefore I have a response. Uh, he demands a response back to him. Amen. So I, I was just looking on this thought of our response. And, and Brother Branham says in demonology, he said, they told me last night that I was speaking to a certain person and that person did not respond to the call. He said, now that's pretty dangerous. That's pretty dangerous. He said, I watch the angel of the Lord when he's standing here. He said, I can feel him when he moves. And I, I feel it move over me and move from me. And I watch and it'll leave me and it'll go somewhere else. And it'll stand there a little bit. And I can see it and it'll flash over. And all of a sudden a vision will come. And then I see a vision. I'll watch what kind of person it's around there. And I'll find that person. Then I'll, and then I'll begin to speak. That's what takes place. That's what happens. It's all in the spiritual realm. He said, but if that person don't respond, it'll be like reading the Bible here and saying there's nothing to it and walking away from it. Mercy. If that person does not respond, it'll be as though you're reading the Bible and says there's nothing to it and walking away from it. So that makes it pretty bad. So always be on alert. Always be listening. Always be watching. And when he speaks, you answer. Amen. I, I believe that goes for every service. Amen. If we truly believe that God through the foolishness of, of preaching can take a man and anoint his, his life and anoint his heart and that gift of God on the inside of him, you say, well, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, you, you either believe it or you don't believe it. Amen. If you don't believe it, I don't know why you're sitting here tonight, but if you truly believe it, amen, that God can take a man. So then, then God can take that man and anoint that man. Then I think we ought to have the responsibility that when God speaks, we respond to it. Amen. Something on the inside of us responds. It's a deep that calleth unto the deep. There's got to be a deep to respond. Amen. There's got to be something. God is looking not only to, to speak, he's also looking to see if you respond. Amen. And so he said, so my wife and brother Beeler, many of them this morning was telling me about it, that I was calling a man about his brother somewhere that has something done something wrong and so forth. And that man did not respond to the call. So that can't be helped now. That's between God and the man. The vision left me and I couldn't find it no more because he didn't answer. So be watching and be on alert. 
Amen. You say, well, I tell you what, it would be wonderful for the prophet of God to stand here tonight and, and begin to call my, my situation and call me out and, and begin to detail my life. And, and surely I would have a response. Listen, you would have the same response to the prophet of God and discernment as you would have sitting here tonight with the word going forth and God begin to talk to your heart. You're either going to respond or you're not going to respond. He said, well, I don't see how anybody could miss when God is calling out details and they can see themselves in scriptures. Well, I got plenty of them here tonight that there was plenty of them that were missing it. Amen. And if you was there sitting there and hearing it and hearing what was your situation being called out and there wasn't no response out of you to acknowledge it, to say, yes, Lord, to say, amen, Lord, to say, so be it, Lord. Amen. Then you are missing it. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, you, the, Brother Bram talks about the picture of Christ that went before. He said that all pictures, you know, has to go before critics. And, and this critic came and walked up to an artist and called him by name and said, you have a most unusual picture of our Lord. I think that profile is perfect. He said, I think of him coming by night and a lantern in his hand that it speaks of him coming in our darkness in the night. I, I think all that's wonderful. And then him standing and his expression on his face, anxiously waiting to see if someone will respond to the knock. I think that's very striking. But there's one thing, sir, you've forgotten your picture. No matter how much he would knock, you haven't got any lights for him to pull and be able to open the door and go in. The artist said, oh, I painted it just like this for a purpose. You see, he's knocking at the door of a heart and the latch is always on the inside. Amen. Only you can open to him and he can knock, but you have to open the door. That's true. You're the only one that can open up your heart's door. Jesus may knock service after service after service, but you have to be the one to respond. Come on, somebody. We can hear, we can hear a beautiful service and say, wow, that, that was such a picture of Christ. He was standing there. I seen him in his suffering. I seen him there as he was knocking on the door and I, I seen him there calling out for lost souls. I seen him there calling out for needs and I seen him doing these things. But listen, the picture also has you in it. Come on, somebody. It ain't just the preacher up here on the platform, amen, that is, out, that is yielding his gift to God. It is actually you that are moving the gift that's on the inside of him. Come on, somebody. It is you that is operating the gift that is on side of it. Amen, Brother Branham. I'll get to it. Brother Branham talks about his own gift. He said, this is not me. This is not what I can do. He said, this ain't even God. This is you operating the gift. Come on, somebody. Is there somebody here ready to operate a gift of God and say, God, I have a need and I want you to come by my way and I want you to speak to my heart. I want you to touch my life. I want to be moved by you. Amen. Not just on the physical realm, but on the inside that I can recognize he's here and I'm going to open the door. He's here and I'm going to invite him in to come in and sup with me. Amen. We get the picture all wrong. We think he's the only one in the picture. No, the preacher's the only one in the picture or this one's the only one. No, we're all in this picture. Amen. Amen. So I want to get to, I'm going to go through a lot of these. So bear with me. So there's a lady sitting right out here. Can't you see that light over that woman? She's got gallbladder trouble. 
She's going to miss it. God help. Miss Small. Do you believe God will heal you of gallbladder trouble? Then stand on your feet. Come on now. Then stand on your feet. You had more faith than you thought you had. I did not know the woman. That's God's grace there. He said, if we're strangers, wave your hand. I don't know you, but what he told you is the truth. Raise your hand now. If you have faith and go home, you will be well. Hallelujah, what was it? Amen, she was about to miss it even though her trouble was being called out. Amen, might have been a lot more people in there that had gallbladder problems. Chances are it's the way it is. Amen, might be more than one person in this room that has a certain issue or a certain problem. I know we don't all face the same thing, but we all, we, it can be one or two, and it can be called out, and she's probably thinking, well, that's just so-and-so. Or that may be somebody else, but God was not willing for her to miss it. Mm. God was not willing for her to miss it, so therefore he would gave her name, and he called her by name. Oh, glory to God. He knows your name. He knows your address. He knows where you're at. And he said, now I need a response. If you hear what I've said and you believe what I said, stand up. So I see a woman weeping, wiping tears from her eyes. If she'll believe me as God's prophet, she's sitting right here in front of me. God will make her well. I don't know you, never seen you, but you're not from here. You're from Grant's Pass. If you believe you from all, with all your heart, you'll be healed. Now, you think that would be enough. Done told her where she's from, so now we done narrowed it right down. You know, we could say, you know, you're from Minden, Louisiana. Well, how narrow would it get there? How many's from Minden? There's a bunch of us from Minden. Amen. But what if it come right down and said you're from 187 J.O. Pruitt Road, Haynesville, Louisiana, 71038? Well, that narrows it on down. There ain't but about three people now live at that address. But then three people, you could still be missing it. But then he goes and he said, hey, she's going to miss it. God, don't let her miss it. Miss Kruger, I challenge you to believe how faith. I don't know that woman. I've never seen her in my life, but God knows her. There's no way in the world for me to know her. She's just a woman sitting there. If we're strangers, raise up your hand. Whatever he told you is true. Hallelujah. That's confidence right there. Whatever he said is true. Whatever he done and whatever he has said and has spoken, it is the truth. Hallelujah. There's a lady sitting right back there, way in the back. She's got some kind of skin disease on her hands. She don't even know what it is. The doctors don't even know what it is. She's had it for years and years. Oh, oh she's going to miss it as sure as the world Miss Daniels, there you are. Ida McDaniels. <laughs> Believe with all your heart. I don't know the woman, never seen her, but there's a light over her. God will go through all kinds of things to make sure you don't miss it. 
He wants you to know when you get down on the other end, he can tell you with all of his heart, I've done everything that you would so you wouldn't miss it. So can't you see that light over that woman? Look real close. Can't you see it? She's suffering with an arthritis. You believe with all your heart, you can be healed of arthritis, Miss Trap. If you believe it, oh, she's going to miss it. Doesn't call her by her name. She's going to miss it. I've never seen that woman. Amen. I've never seen fixing it. It was fixing to leave you, lady. That's the reason I had to call your name. Don't get strange at that. Oh, yeah. Can't believe he called me out. All he was trying to do was heal you. <laughs> I can't believe the preacher said that. All God was trying to do was to cut that out of your life. Don't get strange at that. Amen. God knew her name. Don't get strange at that. Jesus of Nazareth told Simon Peter who he was and who his father was. He's the same Jesus tonight. Amen. Back to my left, way back, about middle ways, back of the building is a woman praying. She's fixing to die. If God doesn't help her, she has cancer. It's cancer on her breast. Oh, God, may she not miss it. Help me, oh, Lord. Sister, if you believe, oh, God, she's going to miss it. Lord Jesus, help me, we pray. Mary May. There you are. Are we strangers to one another? I don't know you. You don't know me. What was the conditions? What was ever, but what? I don't even know what the conditions was. But whatever was said, was it true? Then believe. It'll be over with. Oh, God. Here's a lady sitting right back here, eyes crossed, praying. She's suffering with rectal trouble and his hemorrhoids. She's suffering with heart trouble. Okay, eyes closed, he said, sorry. Eyes closed, praying. So he's identified one characteristic. She's suffering with a rectal trouble, that's two. It's hemorrhoids, three. She's suffering with heart trouble, four. She's going to miss it. Well, I tell you what, if I was back then, I wouldn't. (laughs) God would come and speak. God to come and speak. Well, that's just brother so and so. That's just so sister so. Listen, it's God's. Listen, I, I can read the quote to you. I preached from it. It said, "God always answers." He said many times in an unexpected time, in an unexpected place, in an unexpected way. Very unexpected. Sometimes the way God will speak. But the point is, the way you're gonna, way you're going ever gonna get anything from that voice speaking is to recognize it's God. Then if it's God, I have a responsibility to myself to remain alert and watch and, and see what He's doing among us. She's going to miss after you named about four things about her. She's going to miss it. God help us. Miss Willingham, believe on the Lord Jesus. There you are. Now ask the woman. We're totally strangers. It's over a little woman now. A little thin looking woman right there. Same, right? She's suffering with anemia conditions. She's going to miss it. Lord God, help me, please. Our Father, I pray. Don't let it pass her. Her name is Miss Marsh. Stand up, Miss Marsh, and be made well in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan thought he was going to get by 
out with that, but he missed it. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Satan thought he's going to get by with that, but he missed it. God came on the scene. Oh, God, I love having services where Satan missed it. He tried to stop it. He tried to hurt it. He tried to hinder it. He tried to push it down, but he missed it. He took a direct shot, but he missed it. Amen, he missed. Amen, what is it? Satan's trying to destroy your life. Satan's trying to bring you down. But there's a voice that is speaking, saying, arise, wake up. God is speaking. God is touching. God is moving. He said, has anybody ever seen that light? You've seen a picture of it. Don't you see it now? Look right there. Look. That light, emerald color, standing right there. Don't you see it? Moving now. It's over a woman. She's suffering with diabetes. She has prayed. She believes God. Oh, God, don't let it leave her. She's going to miss it. Miss Davis, believe with all your heart. There you are. I've never seen the woman in my life. Here's my hands before God. Is that true? Wave your hands like that if that's true. See? Now, who did she touch? Not me. She was 20 yards from me. But she touched the high priest, Jesus Christ. Just have faith and don't doubt. And you can touch him. Because he's still the discerner. He's still the discerner. You want something from God? Then you start pulling on the gift of God. Saying, God, I have a need tonight. I have something that I won't spoke. I have something that I, I need to know. I, I, I have a certain situation. Amen. Just a, a few services ago, I hope it's all right, Sister Landon. She was dealing with something and and, and, and she was just th- thinking about the story of Joseph, if I remember correctly, and, you know, and, 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 and about the details and things. And they wasn't even my notes. And here I come. And I go right down the same path, speak the same words and the same thoughts and the same story, and go down to the details of it. Why? Because she had a need. He's that kind of God. And by her faith, pulled that from the gift. The gift is still in the body. It's still manifesting itself. It's still touching hearts. It's still discerning hearts. It's still ministering to needs. It's still doing all of that. It ain't the man. It's the gift. He said, well, I can't have confidence in the man. Well, have confidence in the gift of God. Brother Branham said, if you can't respect the man, respect the gift. Oh, I know we're so good to discern things and discern situations. And we're, you know, everybody's a saw. We can see them as a saw. But, you know, the point of that story is not seeing everybody a saw. You make sure that you're seen as a David. Make sure the discernment is working in your life. And you're not seen as the man who later killed Saul. And then he died for what he'd done. Come on now, but be seen as a David. You want to see everybody as Saul? Fine. Make sure you're as a David and say, I'll not touch the Lord's anointing. I have respect for the house of God. I have respect for the gift of God. But 
But you know how it is. We, 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 get a, we get an alt in our heart about somebody, and the Bible says to go to that person. So instead of going to that person, we go to everybody else. And you know what happens? Everybody else goes to that person. And you know what happens? Everybody else, not, not trying to be out of meanness, not trying, but out of concern, they're trying to let them know that you got a problem. But you know how they're letting them know through how their own discernment and their own filter. And it may be completely out of what you really feel. May be completely 10,000 miles from the way you really felt and how you really said it. That's why the Bible says if you have a problem with somebody, go to them. Hey, man, well, here we go. By the way, that started rolling. Another color lady sitting right there. She's suffering with asthma trouble. The lady's going to miss it. God help me. Miss Jameson, you believe with all your heart, rise up to your feet. I don't know you, but you believe with all your heart. You say you know her name. Well, sure, God knows everyone's name. A lady sitting here has got female trouble. Do you believe? Oh, my, she's going to miss it. Got a red coat on. Man. <laughs> got a red coat on. Her name is Miss Daly. Believe with all your heart. The Lord Jesus Christ will make you well, Miss Daly. The lady's sitting right here praying, right here in front of me. Got her head down. I can tell you she's praying, Lord. Tell you what she's praying. Lord, let it be me. That's a good prayer. (laughs) Let it be me. Let it be me. She's praying for a friend. And that friend is in the hospital dying with cancer. And she's praying for herself also. She's going to miss it. That is mind blowing. Here she's praying. Let it be me. And he starts telling her, it's you. You're sitting there praying, let it be me. And you're praying for a friend who's in the hospital dying with cancer. She's going to miss it. Miss Kelly, stand up to your feet and accept the healing in the name of Jesus Christ. I've never seen you in my life, but God knows. My Here's a lady sitting back here. You got nervousness too. She got something wrong in the muscles of her body. Oh God, she's going to miss it. Miss Noah, stand up. If that's your name and that's who you are, believe. And the lady cries out loudly. (laughs) Hallelujah. Do believe. Amen. It would be a sin to disbelieve. You know, Brother Timothy, if I had a vision that called my name and called me who I you have. There's a vision that's been written down on paper that has stepped off paper and became flesh. It's called a bride of Christ out of denominational system, out of sin. It's called you by name time after time after time. And you've been praying, God, let it be me. Let it be me. It's you. Hallelujah. He's called you for this moment. He's called you for this time. He's called you to rise up and defeat your enemy. He's called you to rise up. And praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Here's a woman sitting right back here. Don't you see that light moving back there? Settling down right over. She's suffering with the eye trouble and her bladder. Oh, my, she's going to miss it. Lord God, help me. Her name is Mrs. Chambers. Believe with all your heart, Miss Chambers. Rise to your feet. Raise up so that people can see who you are. I'm a stranger. I've never seen you in my life. Yeah, it's over now because Jesus Christ has made you well. Hallelujah. The little lady sitting there with a red coat on looking at me suffering with arthritis. Do you believe that God will make you well, lady? You can have it. It's yours. All right. Did that thrill you, sister, sitting right over there? Lady has great, got complications. Oh, God, she's going to miss it. Help me. Mrs. Cox. See, the devil thought he'd get by with that, but he didn't. You got it now, though. Let's say praise the Lord, friends. Here, don't you see that light right over there? See, right over there, this woman right back here, she's suffering. She's got her head down. She's praying. She's suffering with trouble in her back. If she believed with all of her heart, she can be healed of that back trouble. Oh, God, she's going to miss it as certain as anything. See, her prayer is still moving on. Lord, help me. Miss DeVille, it's you. That's grace. That's grace. The woman was praying, wasn't even thinking. Don't even hear, didn't hear me say nothing. Now you ask her if she knows me. That's who she is, and that's what's her problem. What did she touch? Said, I don't know you. Well, Miss Thompson, that female trouble... And complications, you believe God will make you well? You will? Miss Thomas, you believe he'll make you well? And raise your hands up too. There's a lady sitting right next, right behind you. She's praying. She's got arthritis. One sitting right next to her. Stomach trouble, praying. You're going to miss it. You don't watch. You're not from here. You're from Mississippi. You're Mr. and Mrs. Kramer. If you believe with all your heart, Jesus Christ will make you well if you can believe it. Then if you can receive it, okay, raise up your hands so people can see you. Little lady weeping. Praying with your head down, suffering with a cancer. You won't fear and believe. God will make sure you get well. If you can believe it, she's going to miss it, sure. Miss Hood, believe with all your heart that Jesus Christ now makes you well. And you will have what you ask for. Oh, God. Do we know where we're sitting tonight? That you can have what you ask for. And if you have been believing for it, and you've been asking for it, and you've been knocking for it, you've been received asking God, Lord, when is my time? I'm here to tell you, tonight's your time. This is your service to receive what you've been asking for. If you've been asking for healing, here it is. If you've been asking for joy, here it is. The little lady's sitting right here. Kind of heavy set, red and dark striped dress on. She's praying. She wants to be called in this line. That's right. Raise your hand, lady. Do you believe God can tell me your trouble? Your friend will be all right. The spiritual problem will be all right. Your female trouble will leave you. It'll be all right. You believe God with all your heart? If that's right, right, raise up your hand. If that's what you was praying about, raise up your hand and show people, amen, so people can see what you're doing. You just have faith with God. You don't have to be sitting here in the front. Way back, believe with all your heart. Way back there, there's a woman. She has a growth on her side. She's praying. She's going to miss it. 
Lord God, help me, I pray. Mrs. Goodman, you believe with all your heart that God will take that growth from off your side, all right? Step. Raise your hand way up so people can see you. I'm a total stranger, but let them see God knows. Hmm. Oh, my. Let them see God knows. There ought to be a response from us. Amen. When something is ministered to our hearts, amen, we can shout an amen and say, God knows. Oh, he knew exactly what I just talked about the other day. He just repeated it right back to me. That's why I got my hands up. Amen. That's why I'm standing to my feet because God has deserved my heart. God has touched my life. God has ministered to me. So there's a deep that calleth unto the deep and there has to be a deep to respond. Here's a little woman way back here. She's suffering. It's in her left arm. It's, it's broke. It's got a knot in it. It's left arm. In her right arm, she's got neuritis and rheumatism. She's going to miss it. He done told her about both of her arms. One's broke. Got a knot in it. The left arm, the left arm, the right one's got rheumatoid, rheumatism in it, and neuritis. She's going to miss it. Miser's counsel. Do you believe with all your heart? You believe that God will make you? You're healed. Shoo. My God, I like to have myself a running fit. Do you believe that God will make you healed? <laughs> Amen. Ask and you shall. You received. <laughs> Ask and it shall. It's open. <laughs> Amen. God is wanting to do more for you than you are even asking. He's just looking for faith, a reaction of faith, an action of faith. Amen. Something that'll put you in action. This is what he told John Ryan. John Ryan come up and he told him he was healed and he come back and he's like, man, I can't see. He said, well, you just go testify that God's healed you. You just go tell the world God said, because it, it's done. See, time doesn't matter to God. It matters to us. We see certain ages, you know, my goodness, closer I'm getting to 50, the more I want to put on the brakes. And, <sighs> ain't no brakes. No, there ain't nothing that time's an enemy. It's a robber. My wife sent a video to our family chat today of my little Katie dancing around as a little girl. About Brooke's age and doing it. Adriana dressed her up. You know, that was Adriana's live baby doll. She'd dress her up and she was dancing, doing this ballerina. And, and, and it was all cute, but to me. <laughs> Makes you real melancholy to look back and see now she's not that little girl no more. She's growing up, getting her license. God help us all. It's a crazy time to be living in. And you see yourself, time's moving on. It's being robbed. 
If you talk about something long enough, you forget why you're talking about it. It's the truth. Our minds ain't as sharp as they were. And our bodies, you know, somebody says our, our minds try to cash checks, our, our bodies can't cash, or writes checks, our bodies can't cash. And it's the truth, because in your mind sometimes you still think you're a young man and you want to jump off of this or do what you used to do. You, can, you can't do it no more. It ain't there no more. And I know you young strapping fellas, like, ha, 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 look at me. I can dunk a ball. I can do that. Just wait a few years. Like I said, I don't know why I'm even going down this road, but we're going and we're having a good time. Just wait a few years. Next thing you'll know, you'll get a little wife and you'll get some children. You think, oh, they're so cute, boo, boo, boo. And next thing you know, they done grown up and married and run away. I, what happened? We find ourselves in these times. We find ourselves in places that we don't like. We find ourselves in situations we can't handle. We find ourselves in moments that we can't do nothing about. We got to have somebody who does and who can and who will. Amen. So why would we try to limit God by limiting him in the way that he would speak and how he would want to anoint a minister and put a thought on his heart that may, sometimes it may burn the hide off of you. Sometimes it may be nothing but a bunch of good butter and salve and feel so good. And the next time you feel like you got whooped one upside and down the other, but it's all for your good. And if you'll take it as God speaking to you and God touching you and God concerned about you and God knowing who you are, what you're going through and why you're in this situation and how to get out of that situation and what you need to do. If you need to repent, repent. If you need to do this, do it. If you need to make it right, make it right. He knows all of our details. He said, I've never seen that woman or heard of her in my life. Jehovah knows that to be true. Here's a little color lady sitting here. She's suffering with complications. One thing, you got trouble in your eyes. You're wearing glasses, but your eyes are going bad. You have arthritis. If that's right, wave your hand. You have pains in your chest. That white, right, wave your hand. You have stomach trouble. Is that right? Wave your hand. Do you believe that he will make you well? Do you believe God can tell me who you are? Edna Gerald. If you believe it with all your heart, believe it, you can have your healing right now. My. Here's a lady sitting out here. She's suffering with poor circulation in her body. If she'll believe, God will heal her. If she believes it, oh, I believe she's going to miss it. Sure as anything, have mercy is my prayer. I can faintly see the Miss Riley, do you believe that God can heal that poor circulation? If you will, receive it. Amen. Believe it. God is good. Isn't he, Stella? Mercy. Yeah, that's right. I've never seen the woman in my life. But God is rich in mercy. He don't want you to miss it. You say, well, Brother Timothy, I'm afraid I'm going to miss the rapture. God don't want you to miss it. So he's going to do 
thing he's got to do to call your name, to speak to your heart. Amen. To say, go do what you got to do to make right. He don't want you to miss it. There's a man sitting here who said, whoo, I thought, man, I'm beginning to think women just the only ones who missed it. No. A lot more of them than men. Maybe they had more faith to be called. I don't know. There's a man sitting right here. I want you to turn your eyes. I want you to turn your eyes. Can't you see that light hanging there? There's a man sitting there looking at me praying. He's suffering with lung trouble and weakness. So he's looking right at him. Don't miss it, sir. Mr. Carr, rise up right now and accept your healing. Jesus Christ has made you well. I've never seen you in my life. But God had. I get amazed. I get amazed at just how sermons work. Because to be honest with you, you preach a sermon, you know it's more than just for one moment. Some of them I've only preached one time, many of them. But there's some that you know that's for other places. And you don't know maybe where or maybe sometimes God will drop it in your heart that you're going to preach at a certain place. And, and then you'll go there and that's what you'll speak. It's amazing how God does certain things and how... Sister Ruth likes to tell this. We, I'd preached here at home, and me and my father and family all went out to Brother Jeremy Shriners, and, and I went to preach the first service, I believe it was there, one of the services there anyway, and I opened my scripture and read my title, and Adriana, you know, was it Adriana? Sat there, and she went through her notebook, and she seen just right here a few services, or maybe the last service here I'd preached it. So she said, oh, he's already done it. I don't need to take notes. Boom. <laughs> Sister Ruth said, no. I said, I want you to take notes. I want you to watch. It's going to be different. It's amazing how God can so tailor a sermon and then use the same thought and tailor it all over again to go another direction. What is it? It's different needs. It's different people that's been praying. They've been seeking after God and they've been asking for a certain thing to be done or said or a certain part to be ministered to. And God has tailored that service right to that moment and no doubt it'll touch that need and touch many other needs. And then you take that same sermon and you go hundreds of miles or even a thousand miles or across the world and go somewhere else and you preach it and you watch. And I get amazed even the minister, I'm looking at my notes, but I see where it's being directed. I see the, 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 the light, as it were, of the anointing of God. Pulling me a different direction. Go down a whole different channel and, and, and hit on certain things that I didn't get to hit here or touch certain things that I did. Or if I touch the same thing, may touch it in a different way. What is it? It is the designer. And he is tailoring it to who is sitting on the pew. And who's been crying out to God and saying, God, I have a knee and I want you to be me this time. I want it to be on this Wednesday night. It's my turn. And you know what? He'll design a whole service to come down and speak to you and call you out and say, it's your turn. 
It's your moment. It's your time. You and this is your visitation. He said, there's a man, a very fine man, sitting right there praying too. What's the matter with that man? That man has eye trouble. He has a growth on his left side. His name is Mr. Bartlett. You believe? Am I a stranger to you? Wave your hand. We're all strangers. That's right. God bless you. Believe you'll be healed. You believe. He said, here is a lady sitting right here looking right at me right down the aisle. She's suffering with a heart trouble. I hope she don't miss it. God tell me who she is. She's Mrs. Fitzgerald. You believe that with all your heart? You can have your healing. Raise your hand. It's, I'm a stranger to you. Is that right? Your heart trouble is gone. It's that, is that your name? That's right. I didn't know you. Never seen you in my life. Lady right behind you. She's got faith now. She's got faith now. She's got a prayer card in her hand, but the lady is suffering and being, it's the Holy Spirit, that light hanging right over her. She's got a tumor in her neck. She's also got a fallen stomach. Is that right? Do you believe right now? Hey, have faith in God. You have that prayer card. Lay it on the floor. You don't need it no more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What was it? It was faith in a gift. Faith in the promised word that God could bring it to pass. See that devil? He thought he would miss it then. Talking about this man. There's a man sitting right over there. He's got a tumor. The tumor's in his back. I don't know the man. I've never seen him. He's a total stranger to me. But when I seen that devil go out there, that black shadow, and I seen it run over this way, and it went to this one for mercy, they're trying to congregate around here. Satan thought he would miss that or thought I would miss it, but the Lord showed it to me. <laughs> Satan never expected to get discerned. Thought he was sneaking around, going to cause a disturbance in a service. Uh-uh. No, no, the Lord knows where he's at. He knows he's trying to get people to disbelieve. So what would happen? This, he said, you see that dark line going from that one to the other? He said, it's that, that trouble, that cancer, calling out to that cancer, saying, help, I need help. Help me make them disbelieve. Come on, somebody. So you wonder why sometimes those weird feelings come over you in the moment right before your breakthrough. Because that spirit is trying to call, call out to other spirits. Hey Amen. Listen, I know spirits know spirits. I watched it too many times at a youth camp. Kids that don't know each other from the man in the moon can get off one bus and off of another vehicle from two different parts of the country in just a few moments. They're best friends. Why? Because of the spirits that are upon them. You look at them, they dress alike, they talk alike, they're saying they have the same disinterest in service, they have the same disinterest in being there. Matter of fact, both of them probably didn't want to be there, probably. Both of their mamas made them come. And here they get off of one bus from another place and a van from another, and they meet at a camp right in Louisiana. Spirits are coming together. Why do you think in these services the devil is trying to keep us pushed down? he feels a little faith beginning to rise and he starts hollering, help, help. They're starting to believe. I need reinforcements, help. They're starting to get free, help. Oh God, 
Oh, if we could see in that other realm, you may have been calling out for help, but what was it? It was that spirit on the inside of you that was saying, help, I need help, I need help, I need help. And his voice did nothing but get the attention of God himself. And he said, there's that dark line going over there and it's going over there trying to congeal together. But right now, there's one greater in the room. Hallelujah. There's one greater in our midst. He said, right over here is this man. To this woman, to my left over here, there's, there's this woman. She's scared. She's afraid she's got cancer. She don't even know yet, but she's afraid she's got it. There's so much fear being pulled around in that room by those spirits. She's very much shook up about it. I hope she don't miss it. The woman has tried for a long time to press her way in, but she's afraid. She isn't from here. She comes from another city, and the city that's smaller than this one that we're in, this, though it lays south from here, it's side of a mountain. It's Tucson. That, that lady's name is Miss Bach. You believe? We accept your healing, all right? Don't be scared of it no more. Your faith has made you whole. Oh, God. Little lady with female trouble. God bless you. You believe with all your heart. I'm afraid you're not catching it. You're missing it. I see it come to you and you didn't respond to its call. How many times is our healings or victories been delayed because we didn't respond when he came to us? Uh, Brother Bram testified it. Brother Matt, I believe it was, just telling about it. Said he would have he gave his heart to the Lord a long time before. He said, but there was a spirit that hung over him saying, wait a little longer. Next service. He'll, he'll put a next service before a young person all the way to hell. He'll put a next service before somebody that's needing a very a real victory in their life all the way till that thing takes them down into the grave. He said, you're missing it. I see it come to you, but you won't respond to it. You didn't respond to it. As soon as you do, he said, because that faith has to catch And you're getting your mind, you're wondering if it's someone else and it's you. Listen to the discernment here. You're wondering if that's to somebody else and it's to you. So it was coming to her. And as soon as it would get close in her mind, she'd say, well, I feel that. But is that for somebody else? And she wouldn't respond to it. And it would move away. You're wondering if it's for somebody else, but it's you. God, don't let us put our blessing off to another service. Don't let us miss our moments and our opportunities and and God wanting to touch us. Ah, That's somebody else. Here's a woman sitting right here. She's kind of a middle-aged woman, kind of gray. She's praying for a friend of hers. The friend has a bad cold. That's right, isn't lady? 
They take care of like crippled children or something like that. You believe with all your heart they'll be healed. You believe it. You receive it. All right. A lady back there has asthma. You're missing it. Went right over the top of that lady. Turned back as it would could be right over here because she never heeded to it. See, it turned right black and nothing came over her like that. She failed it. Lord God, do something. Give them something that will shake them, Lord, to where they don't miss their opportunity. There's a man sitting right here praying. I don't know him, never seen him, got arthritis. That's his wife sitting by him. She has arthritis too. Believe you're missing it, Mr. Reinhardt. Believe it with all your heart. Raise up and be healed. You and Miss Reinhardt. Jesus Christ will make you whole. Believe now. Amen. Mm, Glory. Oh, God, why can't people see that? Don't think I'm crazy. I'm not. Looks to me like that that it would set the place afire somehow. Can't you see that? It's the living God making himself real among us. Here, way back here in the back is a woman suffering. She's suffering with a gallbladder condition. Oh, she's going to miss it. God help me. She comes from Indianapolis. Her name is Gilbert. Stand up where you are, lady. There you are. Be made well right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you believe with all your heart? Do you believe with all your heart? Has Jesus risen from the dead? Is the name of Jesus powerful? Oh, he says, lay hands on one another. And while we do this, let's pray. Lord Jesus, let your holy power come in the church right now. Amen. Put your hands on one another. Let your holy power. Put your hands on one another. Let your holy power come in the church right now. Put your hands. Some of you's catching it. Some of you's not catching it. Put your hands on one another right now. Let the holy power come in the building by this name of Jesus Christ. May each person be healed. May each person be saved. May each person be delivered. Oh, right now, Satan, you foul devil. You are defeated. God said he will restore us. We hear and now lay our claim. You promised to restore the church to its former condition when the evening light shines and now we're living in it. And by restoration, we have a right. We have our attorney. We have our lawyer. We have our high priest and we're going to force the claim. You've had us long enough. You can't hold us no longer. We charge you in the name of Jesus Christ by the power of the resurrected Lord Jesus and the Holy Ghost now moving in the building if you would accept it right now I challenge you in the name of Jesus Christ rise to your feet and say God I accept you as my savior I accept you as my deliverer I accept you as my portion this is my turn this is my moment Hallelujah. Our expectations, our desires, our faith pulls our need out of him. It operates the gift. Oh, hallelujah. That's right. If I was you, I would go to thanking him right now. 
I tell you what, if you're expecting a prodigal to come home, I'd start thanking him for it right now. If you're expecting to be a, have a healing and a deliverance in your body, I would start praising him for it right now. If you're expecting to have a baby, I would start praising him for it right now. If you're expecting for the Holy Ghost to fill this building and to fill every heart and to fill every life and say, God, this is my moment. This is my time. Hallelujah. I hear chains falling. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, pour out upon us, Father. May our hearts be open to you, Lord, as you would discern our hearts and you would discern our lives. God, may we not hold back any closet, but may we open up every door of our life and say, Father, shine your light in here. If there be any cobwebs, there be any dirty spots, wipe them out by the blood of Jesus Christ. God, I open every spot of my heart. I want to have you to be King of kings and Lord of lords. I have the latch and I'm open the door. God, come in. God, sup with me. God, speak with me. God, touch my heart. God, touch my knee. Go touch my son. Go touch my daughter. Oh, hallelujah. He's looking for the response. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Yes, Lord. There you go. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to receive it, Sister Diane. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't miss your opportunity. You feel that warmth of the Holy Ghost moving by. Latch on. God, I want to make you welcome. Touch you. Minister. Minister to me. It's my turn. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith is rising. It's rising to believe all things are possible. <laughs> Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. God, how great thou art. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The attorney is standing here saying, Not guilty. It's done, it's finished, it's over with. 
The judge is writing out your pardon right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's touching hearts. He's touching lives. He's ministering. He's discerning. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 When the discernment is on, he's telling you, you're doing that yourself. You don't know it, but it's your spirit doing that like the woman touching his garment. But when he speaks back, that's what you're pulling. You're pulling it to yourself from God. God is now speaking to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is speaking to you. He's wanting to touch your life. Minister to your heart. That's it. Hallelujah. That's it. Be as you've spoken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just looking in the back of the, the back of the office while I go. I was looking at the sharp, sharp sword, two-edged sword. It's two-edged. It, the, word of, the word is speaking of two mouths. It's two mouths. God's mouth and your mouth. Hallelujah. He speaks it, but you got to take it in your heart and say, yes, Lord, it's my word. Now I'm going to speak that word, and I'm going to defeat my enemy, and I'm going to defeat my giant. This is my land. This is my inheritance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister Esther, we're going to hold a baby. Hallelujah. I speak the word of God. I speak it and go forward. This is our inheritance. So put the word of God on your mouth right now and speak to your mountain and say, oh, mountain, you'll stand before me as a plague because it's not by my might, it's not by my power, but it's by the spirit of God, saith the Lord. This mountain shall move. Hallelujah. This mountain shall move. That's right. Fear's leaving the building right now. Anxiety's leaving the building right now. Depression is running right now. Sicknesses of every kind are screaming right now because there's a bride that's got the word of God in her mouth and she's saying, devil, this is my inheritance. This is my promise. This is God has spoken it to my heart and you can't have it and I won't give it up. Hallelujah. You may have felt like you missed out Sunday. You don't have to miss out tonight because he's here. Hallelujah. He's here. He's here touching you right now. That's you bumping into angels. That's what's happening. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'll just stay in that worship and have my fear. Of all things are possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Oh, God. I love you, Jesus.
Why don't you just tell him you love him for a moment? Maybe you don't feel loved this evening, but he loves you. Maybe you don't feel cared for, but he cares for you. Maybe you don't feel real lovely and beautiful, but he said you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. that 